What's up, you guys? <laughs> what up, you guys? Episode number 19 of the Chazway Podcast. So glad to be here. Um, I just watched 53 minutes of Napoleon Dynamite. Um, it's 53 minutes I cannot get back. <laughs> um, happy new week for you. I hope it is amazing and blessed and incredible, and I know that it will be. God is so good. Life is so good. Opportunities are so good. Um, I want to tell you guys that, um, well, that I just messed up my phone here for a second. There we go. Um, this is episode number 19 and I have titled it change the generational curse. And we'll get into that in a second. But first I want to tell you guys that it has been a crazy good week. Last week was awesome. Um, we have moved very quickly on confirmation of the new home. You heard from us early last week. Anna joined me. And we, sorry, you can't even see me, YouTube friends. I'm literally blocking the microphone. My bad. Or my, blocking the camera. Um, so, yeah, last week we talked about a lot of different things. and But the biggest thing was the move. And, uh, you know, it's crazy because we recorded on Sunday. Monday we met with the homeowner and the property manager. Um, and it was amazing. And we had prayed and prayed and prayed about, you know, just just prayed about it. And uh, it felt amazing. Getting there, everything was great. And then I've actually got to go back. Braxton and I went back on Friday, just a couple of days ago. And Braxton and I spent four hours there with the homeowner just showing us around. It's five acres, you guys, so it's a lot. And uh, they're going to be gone for three three years, the, prop, the, the homeowner. And so we got to spend time with the homeowner and just learn more about, um, you know, how they mow the lawn and what they use for weed killer and you know stay away from bugs and whatever um <clears throat> so it was really cool but anyway so today episode number 19 i'm super excited and glad that you guys are here i do want to ask you to do me a favor make sure you share this out to all your friends and family uh enemies whatever whoever just share it out help me spread the word uh of the Chazway podcast and what we stand for um, first of all, just know again, just to recap the three things that I believe so firmly that we are, and by we, I mean you and I, um, and that is making sure that everybody knows they're worthy. You are absolutely worthy. Secondly, just know that I'm by your side, no matter what that looks like, lose weight, gain weight, gain muscle, gain energy, make a few hundred bucks, make a few thousand bucks, um, be a shoulder to cry on, somebody to lean on, whatever you want to do, whatever you need, I'm here for you, um, to whatever degree I can offer. Okay. And then thirdly, it's just super important for you to know that you can take your ordinary life and you can absolutely make it extraordinary. And I think that this podcast is actually going to help you on that third area. Uh, if you are, if your mind and your ears and your eyes and your heart are open to it, I think that this podcast today will help you. Again, episode nine, number 19, change the generational curse. And uh, we'll get into that here in just a second. So thank you. You're awesome. Make sure you share, like, comment, subscribe, whatever, all the things. And um, comments are huge, you guys. Like, I can't even begin to tell you how. That's the only feedback I get is comments. So take a second and drop a comment. Episode number 19. I came up with this on Thursday. And you guys know if you follow uh, these podcasts, you guys know that I pray on these typically. And I'm just, I kind of just wait and see where God uh, sends me you know, what direction I'm going to end up going. By the way, all of my backdrops have been pulled down. And if you're watching this on YouTube, behind me is <clears throat> a dresser with nothing on top of it. To the other side is a yoga mat 
it's rolled up right there those of you watching and then next to it is a whole roll of plastic like viz queen right and then uh some boxes of stuff and then above me is a box and all the things i just realized i looked up and i realized there's a box above my head and i should explain that so that's the story with that uh but anyways so, there, so yeah i had thought and prayed and, and really wasn't sure exactly which direction i was going to go until it hit me that there are commonly and I, and I may be able to go as far as and I want to know if you agree so I want your feedback but you know for me I believe that we you only know what you know right and in that <clears throat> I, I think that that has so much it, it has everything to do with how you are raised and what the generational curses can be laid upon you now that can be heavy and that can hurt feelings and that can do all these different things right but the reality is at the end of the day you only know what you know. And so what I'm getting at is um, I think it's our responsibility if we have a desire to do more than average, which is kind of my heart and my mission, it's really important that you identify with the generational curses that you have been blessed with, let's say, and then how to navigate around them, right? And so there are things that you just don't know. Maybe you have um, worked, you, you know, you work an eight to five in a warehouse and that's all you've done since you were 17, 18 years old. And that, but that's because you know, your, your mom was maybe a stay at home mom and your dad worked in a warehouse, you know, and for all those years and for 20 or 30 years. Right. And then, so that's all, you know, uh, so what do you do? You go get a job at a warehouse and you play it safe for 20 or 30 years and, and hope that that brings you some sort of joy. Right. Or maybe you, um, are stay at home mom. And the reason is because mom was a stay at home mom and grandma was a stay at home mom. But the reality is you are absolute born entrepreneur. You have the opportunity to make tons of, of income and have tons of financial freedom and life freedom. Uh, but you're a stay at home mom because that's just what you learned. And so you play it safe. Well, if you take the time to identify generational curses, now you may say, well, that's not a curse. Like my mom didn't do anything wrong or my dad didn't do anything wrong. No, they didn't. They, they do what they know and you do what you know. But you have an opportunity to shift that. So you can change that. See, earlier when I said you can take your life from ordinary to extraordinary, part of taking your life from ordinary to extraordinary is, is not playing it safe. Part of taking your life from ordinary to extraordinary is doing the things that are uncomfortable. Part of taking your life from ordinary to extraordinary is doing things that aren't uh, aren't the norm, aren't the daily, aren't the common, aren't the um, routine. And so I was thinking, like, now how would somebody know that? If I say... Well, I only know what I know, and you only know what you know, right? Well, so what I know is different than what you know, and what I know is different today than it was six months ago, if I'm being honest with you. But we can take it back. You can take it back 20, 30 years ago. But I'll, I'll tell you that uh, I've always had a desire to do more, always, since I was young, very young. I remember being as young as, as four years old, my first memory of wanting to do something uh, that was not normal. I wanted to sing. And I remember I was in San Diego. That's where I'm from. We were at the Del Mar County Fair. And I was with my mom. She was, uh, any, like, she promoted events and uh, managed some, some artists, right, back in the day. And I remember there was whoever was supposed to be scheduled on this stage. It was, like, a local stage. Um, didn't show up. And she's like, hands me this little miniature guitar. And it's like, go out there and do it. And this is before karaoke tracks and all that. And I just strummed the guitar and sang the lyrics of, um, of uh, hang on, let me think of that. Looking for love and all. No, it wasn't that. That's Johnny Lee. It was, um, I can't remember now. I'll think of it. But anyways, and that was my first experience. And I remember thinking like, yeah, I, I want to be on a stage or I want to be singing or I want to be in front of you. I, I literally remember that being four years old. I, I specifically remember it. And then as I got older, there was more signs and more things that happened. I mean, even when I got into radio, um, you know, I produced a morning show at 17, 18 years old. 
I was the producer for a morning show and then I was like, no, I really want an afternoon drive slot or I want my own morning show or I want, um, I didn't want to just like write copy and make commercials. I wanted to make sure I was on the air and, and then I, w- I worked for the top like hot adult contemporary station in, in the Central Valley in California, but I loved country and I wanted to be at Cat Country 103, which is the number one country radio station in, in that market, right, in the Central Valley and uh, in California. And so, and, and then I ended up getting that gig you know and then when I got the gig working for cat country I was like okay well it's cool that I have the overnight shift on the weekdays and I have the evening shift on the weekends on Saturdays but but I really like I want the afternoon drive or the midday shift you know what I mean like I just always wanted more and it's not it wasn't agreed it was just knowing that I wanted more than average I could have worked the overnight shift I could have had a cake job I probably would have made the same money or similar (coughs) but I wanted more and so I don't know if there's things in your life that, that you identify as wanting more and maybe you've just chosen to play it safe or lived in fear, right? What is, what is fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. And um, so as I was thinking about this and I was laying out my plan for this conversation with you, my thought was somebody's going to say, well, if I only know what I know, then how can I know something else or how can I learn something else? And you are absolutely right. So the good news is you're right. The greater news is it can be shifted. It can be adjusted. It can be changed. You can learn. That's what I've done. You know, I remember just four and a half, five years ago, I was introduced to personal development. I didn't really know what that meant. In fact, I thought it was really weird. And um, they would always identify quotes by like two or three people. It was always in, at that time I had got, I was working, I was in a nutrition, uh, I was in this health and wellness company and like they identified everything with their founder, right? And so it was like, make sure you listen to this guy and then and listen to Jim Rohn, you know? Uh, and, and so I was like, what? What are you talking about? You know, like get on YouTube and just listen every day, first thing every day. You know, fifteen to thirty minutes. And I, like, I didn't know. I, it was just weird to me, right? But then once I started getting familiar with the concept, not necessarily with those people, although Jim Rohn is by far uh, has has mentored me. Although he's passed away, he's mentored me more than he he would ever know. Um, obviously, because he's passed away uh, because of his because of his incredible content on YouTube. R-O-H-N, if you ever want to look up Jim Rohn, he, he really truly is an impactful speaker, ha- was an impactful speaker, and his, I mean, there's just hours and hours and hours, hundreds and thousands of hours worth of material that you can find on YouTube. So anyways, I was introduced to that, and then through that, I would hear Jim Rohn talk about, talk about other people, and, and then, and so I would start paying attention to other, other, other public speakers or other personal development speakers, and, and then as you kind of start to get in that game and that scene, you start to hear people talk about others, and the more I grew and the more I evolved, the more I had an opportunity to hear about others, and, uh, and so it was a really cool thing, so I, I owe a lot of it to personal development, so I would encourage you, uh, regardless of where you're at in life, check out personal development, man, like, check out Jim Rohn, check out Zig Ziglar, check out um, Bob Proctor, check out um, Brene Brown, check out, um, God, I'll give you a list of books too, but these are just people, you literally can type in Les Brown, you can, um, uh, I said Zig Ziglar, uh, Ed Milet, there's so many, I'm forgetting some of my favorites, I know I'm forgetting some, but yeah, you can literally just YouTube that, like YouTube Jim Rohn, YouTube Ed Milet, and, and just see where that takes you, you know? Um, so anyways, that will help stretch your mind and your imagination to maybe coming out of safety and, and looking at and growing in other areas, you guys. So th- that's just a thought. Um, because again, my, my, I was like, well, how, if I can, if I can say, I know what I know and you know what you know, somebody's going to raise the question like, well, then how would I know more? And the only, the way is because to have a desire for more than average, because truly average and playing it safe is what's going to keep you only knowing what you know. And how do you evolve? How do you stretch what you know? the way to to do that is to 
is to get out of your box, is to listen to other things, is to take, uh, ask me what books I've read, ask me what some public speakers are, what some personal development people are, right? And so changing the generational curse. Let me wrap up with this. You know, what I'm referring to with this is the things that have been implemented, ground in, taught to you that perhaps made way more sense 30 or 40 years ago, or perhaps this is going to sting a little bit. Perhaps these are the things that your parents grew up with because a different generation or because their parents taught them this or their parents showed them this or their scenario growing up was, was this, like, I'll just give you an example. So I wasn't raised with a dad and I still struggle with that. I'm 44 years old. I struggle with that. Okay. I have, believe it or not, I actually didn't struggle with it until I was about 20 years old, which is really weird. Like I didn't grow up knowing any different. Like my mom was my best friend forever. My mom's supported everything I've done. Never did I ever think like as a young person, it was never like, where's my dad? Like my mom was open with me. Like they separated when I was a little kid. Um, it wasn't anything tragic. You know, I met my dad once when I was six, um, but that's it, you know? And so it wasn't until I was about 20 that I actually started having like, just really started bothering me. And it's bothered me since. Like, so I've struggled with it, right? So what was my point to that? Not having a dad. Oh, okay. So I didn't have a dad. But for some reason, since I was in my 20s, I knew that I wanted to be a dad. Like, that meant that I don't know why. I mean, I would, the simple answer to you probably would be, well, that's because you didn't have one, so you want to make up for that. And I would say there's probably a lot of truth to that. Well, then, when I found out I was going to be a dad, I was ecstatic. And the weirdest thing is, like, I knew it was going to be a boy. Like, I knew it was going to be a boy. I'm telling you, every doctor's appointment we went to, that I remember exactly being in the waiting room, getting ready to go in the day we were going to find out his gender. And I remember standing in the lobby talking to my son's mom, and I was like, you know it's a boy. And, like, we both kind of felt like it was. She had two girls prior, and her body felt different. You know, it's like, I guess it's different. You carry kids differently. Um, so she, I think she kind of had that same. It wasn't like we hadn't talked about it. But my point is, is like, I just knew it was going to be a boy, and I knew I was going to be the best dad I could possibly be. And I, I want to tell you something else, just on a side note, since today's Mother's Day. So shout out to all the moms, by the way. Um, but I will tell you this. <clears throat> Ironically, um, I have struggled with, like, uh, not knowing if, well, I've beat myself up about, like, am I a good enough parent? Am I doing a good enough job? Hang on, I'm going to grab some water. So I've had some struggles like that, just, like, some making sure that I'm, living up to what I'm supposed to be as a parent and I will tell you that in the last two to three months I have done a lot of reflection on that and the reality is like I can proudly say I'm the best dad I know how to be I'm the best parent I know how to be it doesn't mean there aren't other ways it doesn't mean sometimes I'm like well but there's other parents I've probably talked to you guys about this like there's other parents that make their kids read every day there's other parents that have kids have straight A's there's other parents that already have their kids in college prep classes but I'm not that like that's not Braxton and that's not me you know uh, but um, I'm a good dad. My son knows Jesus. My son knows how to say please and thank you. He knows how to open the door. He knows how to do his schoolwork. He knows how to respect his dad, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't mean he's perfect, just like I'm not. But I've really finally come to grips with, like, no, you've done what you've done the best with what you know to do, you know. So, anyways, having said that, like, that, like, like I didn't have a dad. So, like, I could have absolutely not been a present dad. 
but I but I wasn't like I completely have got all the credit for that he obviously gave me a desire to be a hands-on dad but what I'm trying to explain to you like this is the only way I know how to identify it to give you an example is like I didn't have a dad so I very easily could have chosen to be an absent dad because it's what I knew but that doesn't change knowing what's right or wrong because I think we naturally we should I think the society should I think we know that if for nothing no other reason than society and so I chose to go a different path. And so you can choose you can choose to go a different path as well. You can choose to adjust where wherever you're at. Like if you're 14, 40, or 80, and you're listening to this podcast, you can make changes. Like it's never too late. It's never too late to adjust. It's never too too late to to shift. And like change the generational curse because like you're valuable and you can do great, big, amazing, humongous, radical things. And if you just believe that, you can literally change the generations to come. Like the your family tree, if you will. Your family, like the legacy of your family does not have to stop with like, well, my great grandpa was a farmer, so I chose to so my grandpa was a farmer because my great grandpa and my grandpa were a farmer, my dad was a farmer because my great grandpa and my grandpa and my dad were farmers. I'm a farmer and now since my great grandpa and my grandpa and my dad and I'm a farmer I'm going to teach my kid to be a farmer and my kid's going to teach his kids to be a farmer like maybe you don't maybe farming's not for you maybe this generation is like maybe uh, global warming is actually probably like maybe you're not setting up your great grandkids for farming because maybe farming's not going to be the same thing it is like that it is today or that it was 20 years ago maybe it'll be different in 20 years so maybe you're actually Maybe you're actually doing <laughs> some damage for them if you teach them that farming is the answer. I don't, I'm literally just making an example. Massive, massive props to farmers. So I'm just using that example. But or maybe it's being a stay-at-home mom when you're really built to be an entrepreneur. Like, you know that. You have the gifts. But, like, society or your family crest, <laughs> your family history, your family, like, your family just does. It's like, no, that's what the woman's supposed to do. Or we can even get, like, let's get edgy for a second. Let's get super edgy. Like, what if your 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 grandma cooked three meals a day and like kept the house spotless and grandpa came in every day and like kicked his shoes off and went and sat in the recliner and then like grandma waited on him hand and feet and like because that's all that your dad saw because it's your dad's parents right so then your dad finds your mom and that's all he's willing to accept like mom better be like cooking three meals a day and like she handles everything in the house and he comes in and kicks his feet out shoes off and leaves them right in the middle of the living room or front door and and he um and he sits in the recliner and and mom waits on him right well what if you like ladies what if that's or gentlemen like what if that's your dad so grandpa did it and dad did it or let's let me let me shift this a little bit. So like ladies, most of our most of our like listeners are ladies, right? So ladies, like that's all grandpa and grandma did, and then that's all your mom and your dad did. But like you know that like you don't want to make three meals a day and clean up the boots that are left in the living room and like serve your husband, you know, uh, every meal at the recliner. Like don't get me wrong, it's great to be like have a servant heart and it's great to love people. Like none of those things are wrong. And even what I'm, even what I'm telling you isn't wrong. Like I don't, I don't have the right to say what's right or wrong. 
But what I can say is like, what if that's not what you want to do? Like, what if it is all you know, but you also see that there's other opportunity? What if it's all you know is to make three meals a day and make sure the laundry's done and the house is picked up? Like, first of all, thank you. Like, I'm, I'm proud of you for being that amazing human being. But at the same time, what if you know you're worth more? What if like you're in a, like, what if you loved volleyball in school and you really actually want to be a volleyball coach? Or what if like you love serving at the church because like your heart, you're called to be, to like be a servant leader. But you feel like, well, I mean, like, all I know is, like, mom stayed around and grandma stayed around. Like, I don't want to change that. Or you hear this all the time. Like, well, my grandpa went to college and my dad went to college. And and I'll be the first one to not graduate college. Like, okay, (laughs) we'll change the generational curse. Like, maybe they're all still in debt from their – maybe they never used their college. Like, maybe your areas of strength have nothing to do with college. So, like, go – fine. So shift the generational curse and adjust it to whatever it is that serves you and serves your family and serves your future. You don't have to do like the straight and narrow or you don't have to do the things that are just put in front of you because the reality is like you you're in a place and life is 2021 like you you can look to your left or to your right or on google and find a million other opportunities and if your heart is in a different area like maybe you don't want to go to college because you have a heart for music like go play music you can be a dj go be a dj you want or, or if you want to stay at home and be an amazing wife and live that life that's totally okay too but i want to encourage you to like stretch out of comfort out of normal and think about what like what has been presented to you in the past and what you might have a desire to do differently i'm just here to challenge you to do the different like do the different do the do the thing that's scary do that i mean you hear me say it all the time like go do the thing that's different than your family's done like be willing to listen to the ridicule be willing to do the things and take the risks and take the chances and make the adjustments to become who you want to be. Like, what do you want to be? Like, are you are you seventy and you feel like you just want to give up because it's too late? Like, no, you can make adjustments today, right this second, and you can be anything you want to be. Like, I'm not crazy. Like, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, in Jesus' name, <laughs> I'm telling you, you could do anything you want to do. Or if you're seventeen. 17, 47, 27, 70. I don't even care. I'm just telling you the only reason you're not doing something outside of average is because you're scared. You already know that. You listen to my podcast. I say it almost every week. Like that's, I swear I feel like I keep beating you guys up about it because I'm like, man, get out of comfort. Like quit saying you don't have the money to do things that are going to help. Like don't even get me started on this tangent, but it's like so many people I talk to are like not like they're, they don't have, they don't have money. Right. And then like I show them an opportunity and they're like, I don't want, I can't do the opportunity to grow because I don't have the money and I'm like okay well that's the problem that's why we're talking like let's fix that problem talk about generational curse right that limiting mindset limiting belief lack is comfortable because it's what you know stay inside that safety net let's not do that you guys let's make the changes necessary to become the best versions of ourselves change the generational curse whatever that is for you it could be anything you guys it could be abuse in the household it could be mom stayed home but you're a mom and you're like I'm worthy of so many greater bigger things like I'm going to take care of my kids I'm going to love my family I'm going to serve my family I'm going to serve Jesus whatever it is for you but also I'm an entrepreneur and so I'm going to go build this business or but I also love to sing in church so I'm going to go sing in church or I want to serve at the church or I want to serve at the bingo hall or I don't want to serve anybody I actually want to sit in the recliner myself and kick my shoes off and have somebody take care of me or somebody love me, or somebody be my teammate, right? Just because it wasn't presented to you in the past 
does not mean that you can't make the shifts and adjustments to change the future. Break the generational curse because you're worth it. You are amazing. God loves you so much. Episode number 19. That's Rap City. That's it. That's what I got for you. I hope you're amazing. I can't wait till next week. I just want to tell you guys, I'll be recording next week's episode in the new house, in my new office. Probably. I don't know where. Maybe I'll do it out back in front of the pond. I have no idea. I can't wait for you guys to see some of the house. I actually want to talk about some of the challenges through this incredible season of moving, you know, like massively stepping up, leveling up in our in our home and our in our habitat, right? Um, and what that comes like. There's a lot of things that come with that. And I'm excited to share them with you. I'm excited for you guys to be around. I'm excited for you guys to, like, we just want to do life with you. So make sure you, like, screenshot this um, that you're listening or watching and uh, post it on your social media and tag me. There's a chance at making some cash money for that. Just make sure you tag me. Uh, hashtag the Chazway, C-H-A-S, right? T-H-E-C-H-A-S-W-E-I-G-H. Hashtag the Chazway. Um, Chaz Foster on all social media is where you can find me or the Chazway. Um, I just remember, man, like, let me tell you this, link tree in the bio, okay? Like, my link tree's in the bio. You want more information on what I do, what we do, what Anna and I do as a partnership, you can find it. Like, there's there's literally, I, on, on YouTube, I'll drop it in the comments, uh, but any other social media platform, like, there's, my link tree is in the bio. So just go find me and, and click it, and you can see and hear anything you want to know. Um, and I hope you guys have an amazing week. God's so good. And uh, I love you all, and I'm excited to... Uh, Gosh, I'm excited to share. Like, just so you know, uh, we get the keys Thursday, and uh, we will be unloading U-Hauls and moving in uh, over the next weekend, Friday and Saturday. And so, so much more to come. Stand by. I'm excited about it, and I can't wait to record next week's episode in the brand new house. Bye, you guys. Have a good night.